It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. One to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores. His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good thirsty Thursday morning to you. It is the second day of March 2023. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. It is great to have you with us no matter who you are, where you are, or how you may be listening. We appreciate you. Even if we disagree, we still appreciate you. You can text the keyword sports radio. You can send it to 21,000. You can call us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. BCSN on Buckeye Broadband, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And find us all individually on Twitter as well. Danny Cahalan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, I don't know if you realize this, but does Kenneth Walker still play for Michigan State? I wish. Do we have breaking news? No, I mean, no. Does, I mean, does Jordan, <laughs> is Jordan Poole still at the University of Michigan? It, you know. They wish. Do we have breaking news? Dylan Larkin's still with the Red Wings. He, he didn't get traded. Uh, so I guess that one still uh, holds serve because there has been a uh, – a couple of uh, a couple of calls in regards to the uh, the intro there uh, for some uh, really good Detroit sports calls. That's why they are there in case we needed an explanation. Geno Smith brought a team to the playoffs who are basically tanking and full of rookies and key spots because actually won them games that mattered. Goff's really good, not great. Don't twist my call to fit your narrative, and don't twist my words to come up and throw mud at the wall to see if it sticks. Jared Goff had a great season. If the defense played worth a damn in the first four weeks, they would have been 4-0. Jared Goff was not good against Dallas. He was not good against New England. Nobody was good against New England. Folks have bad days at the office. It happens. It does. You only get 17 opportunities in the NFL. It's the urgency that I talk about a lot with football. It's the one thing football has that the other sports don't have until the playoffs. It's the sense of urgency because every week is basically a playoff week. You're trying to get into the tournament. Once you're in, anything can happen in a 60-minute football game. But the urgency 
of every game matter. And that's why when people tell me that they love college football because every game matters and not every game matters in the NFL, circle back to week five. You know, but Jared Goff, well, if you would have played better, dude, like we didn't stop anybody in Carolina. When you have not one but two running backs going over 100 yards, I don't know how you pin that on the quarterback unless you just don't like him. If you just don't like him, then you don't like him. You know, if for a guy that played in a Super Bowl and has had more individual success than any other quarterback this franchise has ever had, I, you, in the words of our GM, Brad Holmes, it's a whole lot easier to get worse at quarterback than it is to get better. Jared Goff had a great year. 29 touchdowns and seven picks. A four-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio is a great season. I'm sorry. Like, that, that's how I view it. You don't have to view it that way. You can say, you can think he stinks. And we can argue about that if you'd like. But that's the way I see it. And so the only reason I take any sort of um, offense, maybe, not, I'm not even really offended by it, but it, to say that you can't be a TV host and say that. Well, I can, and I just did. You can't be a radio host and say that. I can, and I did. It's because you're conditioned to think negatively about all things in life, but especially about sports and especially around here. You're conditioned to think it's doom and gloom. Everybody stinks. Trade everybody. Blow it up. When a team stinks, we're honest about it. Nobody's covering that up. I don't know how many times I have to go back to me saying that throw against Buffalo stinks. He also won the game against the beloved New York Jets here on this program. Oh, my God, the Jets. We beat them. Jets weren't good then. Zach Wilson, did he even play in that game? Like, like, come on. You're conditioned to think this way because you've been hammered with it for so many years. And the minute somebody says, no, maybe we don't fire everybody. Maybe we do go through this rebuild process because I remember in week six, we were firing coaches, GMs, cutting quarterbacks, blowing up the, the, the building. We were, we were getting rid of the ownership group. It was all Rod Wood's fault. He got brought into this somehow. Like, you know, like, what are we doing? I don't do hot takes. That's not what I do. You're conditioned to believe it. It works on the internet. You click it. I come up with a hot take. A Monday morning quarterback, armchair quarterback, come up with a hot take about the football game to get phone calls, to get text messages and tweets and likes and retweets and article clicks. I don't do that. It's never been me. I like to root my argument in actual, like, statistically backed information, factual information. Even the word facts is being so misconstrued and thrown around, we've now coined new terms like misinformation. And it's happened at all levels. It's not even just in sports. It's now in our news. It's on your television, it's on your radio, it's on the internet. A new word was created called fake news. That, like That's how we're being conditioned. I try to break that by trying to have meaningful conversations where we can explain things that we see, have an opinion on what we saw, 
and cover the specific event that normally I'm at. That's the difference. That's what I try to do. That's me. I don't have a narrative. I don't. I want Steve Eiserman to be successful. There are moves that Steve Eiserman made in Tampa Bay that helped build them a championship-level team. There are things that Alavila did in Detroit that destroyed the franchise and got 0.0% return on investment for trades that were made. Steve Eiserman has a track record of success. Alavila does not. Brad Holmes, we don't know. So far, so good. Boxes are being checked. Team is improving. Three wins to nine wins. That's called improvement. Troy Weaver, I'm having some questions. I got some questions, Troy Weaver. But we don't know what this full story looks like. Still, because one, the number one pick from last year's draft hasn't played any, like, hasn't played at all. We'll get into last night's game. What I saw from the Pistons in last night's game. What happened at the end. And what is wrong with this team. But folks, I'm not going to spew a hot take out so that you click it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say something even though I know it would trigger the audience to generate phone calls. I'm not going to do it. That's not who I am. That's not how I perceive myself to be. That's not who I want to be as a radio host. Maybe it's different. Maybe you find it boring. Or maybe, just maybe, we might be onto something. And maybe we completed a full segment without having any technical difficulty, which that in itself... We're back with more X's and Bros. Maybe after this, here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro CL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at... Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.com. 
TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. can't thank Danny Cahalan enough for playing this song right here. I mean, talk about calming me down. This this, this is the beat that does it right there. You could just play this on repeat for seven hours. Wouldn't bother me one bit. Let's get to Mike at West Branch, who's on hold on the Meyer Supercenter guest line. Good morning, Michael. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about you, A.B.? Oh, God. Best day of my life. Happy Thirsty hey. Thursday. Thank you. Well, I, w- I called about two things. First is the Red Wings. You know, Dylan Larkin, you asked if you thought that was a fair price or not. I figured it would be between eight and nine million. I'm good with it, you know. And especially the way he's been up until these last couple of games, uh, he's been playing. He he's been worth it. So, and that's what the market's bearing out right now for a, a player of his ilk, so to speak. So, but agreed. The sec- agreed. Uh, the sec- I think nine yeah. nine was a little on the high end for me. Um, you know, eight eight and a quarter. Eight and a half, I'm kind of like, uh, 8.7, uh, but that, that's that's what they did, so that's where we're at, and we got them locked up. The captain returns. We're good. Absolutely. The second part is the Lions, and I, I have a couple of trades I wanted to run by you. Oh, boy. It's a trade machine. First, obviously Ramsey out there. I would think that they could get away with it with for two seconds and, and a third in, two, in 2023 they would be able to get that trade to go through. If you go back and look at the trades and the amount that they own his contract and all of that, you should be able to get that done, done for that with, with no issue. And I'm willing to give that up because my second trade would be with Washington. They need a quarterback now that they got rid of, uh, Oh, Carson, Wentz. I can't think of what it is. Carson Wentz. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You've got your – if you make that trade happen with Ramsey, you've got your cornerback so you can move back to 18. Not that you would necessarily even take a quarterback at six – or cornerback at six because, you know, that, that's still a little high for where I like to take them, but, you know, we really need them. So you've got your, your shutdown cornerback. You can move back to 18. You trade him for Washington's, obviously, first round this year, first round next year, because I think they're still going to be crap, although they have a good defense. And you get next year second. So two firsts and a second, and they move up to six. They can get their quarterback. That leaves us next year with two possible first-round picks that you can combine to move up and take the quarterback, and it should be a better quarterback uh, class next year. And that way you've got the person to back up uh, Goff, you know, because he's only under contract for another year or two. 
Mike in West Branch, I don't even know what I had for breakfast yesterday. Uh, that is, you're out here playing chess right now, and I, I like it. I'm interested in the Ramsey deal because of the front office's familiarity with the player. That that that's what really kind of piques my interest there yep. because I do have a I do have a concern. I stated this when the when the report first came out. What does he do for the culture in the locker room? And that seems to be priority number one. And uh, right Brad now, Oles- I think the right now I think the culture is strong enough that you can stand a player like him. Yeah, and provided and he- you bring back yeah, provided you bring back Williams and guys like that. I, I think the culture is good enough right now that you can stand it. I hope so, and I want somebody who's who, who wants to take on a challenge. That's that's what I'm really looking for. I'm tired of well, uh, if, of guys looking for the it, easy way out. Like, come in here and see if you could. Can you be a? Can you be one of the key contributors? One of the key pieces that turns this thing all the way around. And if so, well, you'll if, be remembered forever. And the nice part about him is he's only under really contract for two more years. Mm-hmm. So yep. you're not locked into anything. You can still go out and you know even next year get those cornerbacks. Oh, and by the way, that, that second this year that you gave up to get Ramsey, you just got back from Washington. So, you, you, you know, you still have the ability to go out and get some really, really good players, and it allows you now to go and get that defensive lineman that, you know, we, we still need. We still need somebody there because I know what they're saying. What's his name? Houston, um, the rookie. Yeah, James Houston. He's, he's only done it for six games, and how many guys have we seen in the league that are a flash in the pan, they do it for six games, and then they can't replicate it? So it gives you an opportunity to go out there and get somebody that can take that, that pressure off of the big man, number 97, and, uh, or you know replace some of the bugs or somebody like that with, with an upgrade. Hmm. Mike and West Branch, love the call, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Get to uh, CK, who is on hold. He wants to talk about Jared Goff. Good morning, CK. Hey, good morning. How are you, AB? I'm good, partner. How are you? All right. Um, I'm a Jared Goff fan. I have been. I defend him all the time. Uh, I think he's done everything we've asked him to do, especially last year. Um, He looked like he was going to be a stopgap kind of guy, but last year he came into his own. Uh, Football is a ultimate team sport. You can't just say one guy is going to win your games. If he plays great, you're going to win. It's you know it's not like basketball where if you have two really good guys, you can go out there and you can you know hang in there and and win some games. Uh, it, in football, one guy, although the quarterback is the most important player on the on the field, if Jared Goff did his job, I'd say what 14 out of the 17 games. He put points on the board. He did what he was supposed to do. He has no bearing on anybody else. He can't stop the other team. He can't stop the run. He can't intercept balls. Uh, He can't block for himself or get the running game going. His job is to go out there, move the football, execute, put the ball in the end zone. I think he did that very well last year. You say great. I say very well. Um if you look at the guys ahead of them, I, I I think all of them are very good, very good. So, obviously, even great in the, in some aspects. But you look at the guys behind him in the rankings. Uh, there's some pretty good names, and he was ahead of them. So when you look at the Lions, 
to me, one of the least biggest problems they have is quarterback. They have a lot of other problems. Jared Goff can take you to a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Now, is and he, he has. Be, yeah, yeah, he did it with the uh, Rams. But for people to, I, I don't understand the negativity towards Jared Goff. Uh, it, it, I'd say there's probably about maybe 20 other teams in the NFL that love to have Jared Goff, including the Cowboys, who my son-in-law is a big fan of the Cowboys. And I'd say, hey, would you trade Jared Goff or Dak Prescott? He goes, tomorrow. <laughs> you know, he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't make stupid mistakes. No, he's not as mobile as Dak. He's not the athlete that Dak Prescott is. But I think he's did his job. I don't understand the negativity towards him. I think they can go to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as your quarterback. That's just my opinion. CK, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you, my friend. I think it's a, it's a very good point. It, it, just, to, just to hit some perspective here, the, the Detroit Lions offensive efficiency rank in the NFL this year was sixth. Six in the league. Defensively, 31st. All right, real quick, we got one more caller on the on the line. We got Jake in Granville who was on hold. Let's talk a little Lions. Jake, good morning to my friend. What's on your mind, bud? Hey, thanks for uh, taking the call. First-time caller here. Uh, I just had a couple quick things about uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, when has that ever worked out actually trading for somebody like that when a Witherspoon guy, Kirby Joseph's teammate, coming from Illinois, he's going to be sitting there at six. And then you also have Cancy, kind of a Aaron Donald lookalike out of pit that more than likely be there at 18. Just kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on that, and I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. All right, Jake. It's a, it's, it's a good call. The one thing about, you know, Jalen Ramsey is you are, you're, if you're going to make that move, it's going to, it, one, it's going to cost you. Um, but two, it is... You know, that, that's the great debate of somebody who you are projecting, you know, you're, you're hoping here with the, with the draft that we know is an imperfect science versus somebody who we actually have NFL tape on. Um, who does it work out with? I mean, Von Miller, I guess, would be one of the names that pops into my mind. Is like, oh, that's a guy that worked out, you know, uh, uh, pretty well going to, going to a new team. You know, and that's just uh, one quick example off the top of my head because we're, we're against the break. We had a ton of text messages. We're probably going to have to postpone because we got Matt Charbonneau, Charbonneau who's going to join us. We're going to talk a little Spartan hoops next here on X and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network.